This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Have you ever had a dream you just can't shake? And like, you know it's not real. But like the message behind the dream, you start to get freaked out if you wake up and you're like, what about that dream? Mm-hmm is subconsciously trying to tell me something. Right. I had one last night that I, I just, even right now, just cannot shake at all. So I wanted to get our uh, our dream analyst, certified dream analyst, and she does this for all the celebrities too. You'll see her on TV yeah. and radio stations doing this all the time. Lori Lowenberg. Hi, good morning, Lori. Good morning. Uh, is it a good morning, Lori? It would have been. It could have been a good morning. He's but having I, an awkward morning. It's awkward. It's strange. Aww, and I don't understand. What does it mean when you have an uncomfortable dream about a coworker? Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like in 2021, I got to be really careful <laughs> with this story. <laughs> These are what he shares exactly. I all I can remember is that she basically had set a, a date up, and the date though was a Airbnb or some kind of house she had rented for us, like as our first date. And mm-hmm. I remember all I can really remember is walking through the house and seeing certain things, like seeing the bed. Like there's one bed in the house, and I'm uh-huh. like, I don't even know her that well, and we're gonna have to like share a bed together over here. And then I I saw like a hot tub, and I'm like, oh my god, like. We like barely know each other. It's very romantic. And I was so stressed out because I, I guess I had already agreed to, to go on this date. And I'm like, do I have some kind of subconscious feelings for a coworker that I didn't even realize were there? But I'm, I'm sure I can't be the only person that's had some type of uncomfortable dream of, of a coworker. Probably every single listener is nodding in agreement with you that they've had some form of this dream about a coworker. Yeah, it's right. It's really common. Yeah. So in the dream, there was never any action, no, right? It like, was just a setup. The only part I can remember, and I, I feel like I remember something happened, was just the uncomfortableness of mm-hmm. like, oh my God, okay, I'm on a date with a coworker right now. What's and, happening? And like, are we, like, what's going to happen with this situation? But nothing ever actually went down. Like, I don't remember having dinner together, and there was no intimacy, nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, first of all, remember, dreams are symbolic. Yes. If you look at them literal, you are going to completely miss the message. <laughs> <laughs> so. Two main elements um, in our dreams are what we need to pay attention to first. Okay. One is the emotion. The second is the thought process in the dream. Because the emotion and the thought process will both be connected to something in real life right now. Okay. That being said, 
what's going on in your real life right now that uh, feels the same, that same uncomfortable anticipation you know. feeling. Okay, so, Lori, last week I got asked out by a woman that's 21 years older than me. Oh. And she has my number right now. She hasn't called me as of right now. Um, but she has my number, and I was just thinking about I've been so anxious about how weird that would be to date somebody 21 years older than me this would likely be it because the emotion matches in the dream to what's going on in real life yeah Mm -hmm. oh yeah also also your thought process what was that again how is this going to play out yeah it it was like what's it like is this gonna is this gonna be weird is gonna be uncomfortable but he didn't say stop though but at never point he stopped it or was like i don't want to be here so can you kind of expand on that (laughs) well because he hasn't apparently in his mind come to a resolution on this Uh you're still thinking about it right yeah yeah okay so your dream's trying to help you with this decision, which is the purpose of dreams. They help us problem solve. Okay. So for some reason, your dream is using this coworker to help you with this. Right. Mm-hmm. Would would this be trying to tell me, hey, if you wouldn't date this coworker, then you probably wouldn't want to date this other woman as well? Could be. <laughs> Lori, I need help with this. She said, I don't know, figure it out. At any moment. Well, see, the dream, the dream is a conversation with yourself yeah. about the situation. Yeah. yeah. Me and Lori that? don't have the answers, Crane. <laughs> right. Jess also just uh, became a, a certified dream analyst over here. <laughs> She's doing a great job. I didn't relate those two. I think what happens is we may all get so stuck. And remember this next time you have a, a dream about somebody that, that maybe feels icky. Lori, I'm sure you've heard all kind of icky dreams with. Oh, and yeah. fun And fun dreams. <laughs> workers oh, yeah. and just maybe this just remember this conversation with Lori and then go back to okay what exactly was the feeling yes and what was the thought process the thought and doesn't process. on Lori yeah. on your website don't you have a feature too where you can basically type out your dream as well what your dream means mm-hmm. com dream is singular what your dream means dot com yeah. that's where you can type in your dream or just symbols from the dream and it pulls up a database what you typed in and gives you an idea of what this might mean and i think that your dream ig page is like really super insightful and funny wtf underscore did i just dream <laughs> what the bleep did i just dream yes okay wtf <laughs> underscore did i just dream Yes. Lori, you are the best. Thank you for always being here when we need you. Thank you. My pleasure. And good luck with all that. Yeah, thank you. I'm going to need it. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. What up? What's going on, everybody? How we doing? How we feeling? Happy halfway through your week. That's pretty cool, right? Happy Wednesday. You did it. You yeah. did it. We're getting there. Slowly but surely, we climbing that hill. Now we just slide down the backside. That's there, cool, right? There you go. Uh, we call this the 6 o'clock club if you're new. This is just your neighbors who are awake this early in the morning. It's a chance for you to meet them and just kind of get to know one another. Mm-hmm. So like as you're driving in in the morning, you're not feeling like, dang, it's dark. Yeah. And there ain't nobody on the road. Oh, no, there's plenty of us. And let us introduce them to you by you texting us, 410-583-1065. Veronica, good morning. Yeah. Carrie is so very. Sarah and Stu, Darren, yeah. the flight attendant, Johnny E. Good morning, Jim at USCG. John, the wheelman, hello. Can, uh, Canton Kurt and Canton Karen. Uh, good morning, Kathy from Parkville. Beautiful Beverly. Kenny from PA. Good morning. Hope Dope uh, heads to the hospital tomorrow to del- wow. deliver her baby. We're so excited. That's so crazy, Hope Dope, because, you know, when we first met you, I mean, we've, we've basically been here throughout your whole pregnancy. No, we you have. Know? So yes. it's been fun to kind of like watch and be a part of it. We're so excited. Yeah. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber, good morning. Mr. W, Yvonne, Cheryl, Lori, Chuck E, Terrence, Myra, good morning. Uh, the Brit is up with us. Paul from Parkville, Brian at work, Shanna Banana. Kay and Nay carpooling. Good morning. Uh, they're heading. Uh, their nurse is heading to Franklin Square Hospital. Thank you so much for all that you do. Queen Pam, good morning. Kate in Pasadena. Joseph from Baltimore. Zach from Dundalk. And Brian, our Lyft driver in Dundalk. Good morning. There you go. Um, we're going to hop right into What Would You Rather Wednesday. So we're running a smidge late today. Uh, what would you rather? Would you rather have to use cheese-flavored toothpaste Oh. Okay. or... Ham scented deodorant. Oh. <laughs> Would you rather? Now you got to think about that because it, it's it's kind of goes in a couple different facets. Because at first you're like, oh, like cheese flavored toothpaste, and like then you got to remember, it couldn't, I mean, your like, breath's gonna smell like cheese, you know. So when you're around people, it's gonna smell all cheesy. Now, yeah, but is that bad? Ham scented. <laughs> Like, come on. Is it is that really bad? Ham scented deodorant, you don't have to like taste it, but like you start sweating, like you're gonna smell BO like ham. And ham. Yeah. In well the we'll, just, we'll just say you'll smell like ham. No. Maybe sweat. not BO and ham, because that's what the deodorant would do would keep the BO down. But, but that's real life though. You're gonna smell like ham. So mm. but you want your breath to smell like cheese. <laughs> and that's what you gotta taste like first thing in the morning. Yeah. Or, right before you go to bed. Or you know, I feel like the, the ham scented deodorant's not as intrusive, but when it happens, it happens. And like everyone's like what? Is that ham? <laughs> like, I'm going cheese all the way. Uh, why? Why are you so confident with it? Because cheese is awesome. Nacho cheese, mozzarella okay. cheese. There's all these cheeses. You and want- I feel like it would taste, it could taste good. Yeah, it might get a little annoying because it'd be so repetitive. But I'd rather taste the cheese than smell like the ham on a muggy, nasty all right. day. I see it. Solid. Do you agree? Six o'clock club, 410-583-1065. I think... I think I would go with the ham. Why? Only because. Do you love ham? No, I, well, I mean, yeah, ham was cool, <laughs> but like, 
I think that like it would be it just again like how often do you actually smell your deodorant versus like you'd have to taste cheese I all love, the time. I love cheese. And I mean, I like ham, but like, what would be least awkward to have to explain to people? Yeah. Like, do you smell like ham? I'd rather that because I'm not going to be as sweaty all the time versus like, if I smell cheese in here, yeah. I'm like, it's my breath. I, I brush my, I brush like, my teeth. Parmesan. <laughs> what up? Yeah, I'm going cheese all the way, baby. Is that an Italian accent, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parmesan. There's so many cheeses, you know what I mean? You get a different flavor every day. I'm going with that. 410-583-1065. You gonna, are you going to use cheese-flavored toothpaste or ham-scented deodorant? It's a dumb question. Start Wednesday's show off with. So we got a cheese-flavored toothpaste. Ivy from the Eastern Shore is checking in. Somebody asked what kind of ham. Uh, you can choose. I'll you can let you, choose. You, you can choose you can the choose. ham. You can, can be, choose the cheese. It can be honey-baked is all I care. Yeah, whatever you want. Maybe a little sweeter. My, I know. <laughs> Myra says the cheese toothpaste definitely. Swanee from the Eastern Shore. Uh, Brian says the cheese toothpaste. Another one says cheese stinks so bad, so ham all the way. Yeah. And then Terrence says cheese toothpaste 100%. I love cheese flavor, and I hate smelling bad. I routinely get sweaty at work. Don from the Eastern Shore says I agree with Jess. Cheese toothpaste. Magic Mike checking in. And Ethan, good morning. Might be our answer for today. I just, I can't imagine. Just imagine first thing we woke up this morning, like having cheese flavor in your mouth. I love cheese. I don't, I don't want it. I don't want it. Uh, 410-583-1065. Tell us which one you'd rather have and why. Like, which one are you more passionate about? For what reason? Mix 1065. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. Number three. A Florida angler has the new state record for the largest blue marlin caught in Maryland history. 41-year-old Billy Gerlach from Jupiter, Florida, reeled in a 1,135-pound marlin last Friday during the 30th Mid-Atlantic Fishing Tournament in Ocean City, breaking a 12-year record. Uh, He spent several hours in his boat about 70 miles offshore near Washington Canyon before getting a bite, and then it took him three hours to pull the fish in. Yeah, the blue Marlin was weighed by the tournament and certified by the Maryland Department of Natural Resources, and it was donated to local food banks, and parts were also collected for scientific research. I don't think I would be patient enough to do anything for three hours. Three hours. You know? Like, at what point would you just be like, eh, not worth it? No. You know? But he went for it. That's Just that dedication alone mm-hmm. deserves some attention this morning. Number two. Legendary Rolling Stones drummer Charlie Watts passed away yesterday at the age of 80. Earlier this month, if you don't know, the Stones actually had announced that Charlie would not be on the band's upcoming No Filter tour in order to recover from a medical procedure. However, neither the cause of death or an association with that procedure has been confirmed yet. He passed away peacefully in a London hospital surrounded by his family and known by many as one of the greatest drummers of all time. Charlie was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1989 as a member of the Rolling Stones and watched joined the band in 1963. The the Stones wanted to recruit Charlie so badly that they cut down their expenses just so they could afford him at the time. And also, Charlie just figured the band would be about a week. And he had no idea that that, that it was going to be his career. And in 2016, Rolling Stone magazine ranked Charlie 12th on the list of their 100 greatest drummers of all time. Days like this, I started to get really like... What's the word? Start thinking about my future, you know? Like, like when, when you pass away, like, for example, in his case, what a great legacy to have. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But it starts making me think, like, what will be said? Is there going to be a cool legacy? It doesn't, I don't necessarily need to be, like, the best drummer in the world or whatever. But, like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just start to get real emotional on days like this, thinking about, like, what 
what's going to be my story mm-hmm. at the end, you know? It was so. just really cool to see a bunch of band members and, and groups from throughout yeah. time kind of showing their respects for him. So sh- uh, so just sending love to him, to his family, and the band members as well. For sure. Number one. A family in England got a pleasant surprise the other day when Tom Cruise landed his helicopter in their backyard garden. <laughs> the family actually got a call saying that an unnamed VIP was running late for a meeting and needed to land there because the nearby airport was temporarily shut down. The Mission Impossible star was in the area filming the seventh installment of the franchise and the family was completely shocked when they saw Tom Cruise step out of the helicopter. And Allison Webb said Tom went straight to the kids and started talking to them and then offered them a ride. (laughs) So when he went to his meeting nearby, the kids got to ride in Tom Cruise's helicopter. Tom. What? Tom Cruise needs a new PR team. Why? This is the coolest thing no, I've ever it's heard. it's cool, but I feel like we just need some, like, normal Tom Cruise stories, too. You no, know what I mean? this is, but no, but this is normal no, Tom Cruise. it's not. I mean, that, but that's the problem. We need some, like, normal human Tom Cruise. Like, oh, did you know that Tom Cruise ordered a Big Mac today? We're like, oh, what a normal guy. I love it's this. It's never normal. I, like, how cool is it <laughs> for those kids? They are going no, to remember awesome. that story for the rest of their lives. It's awesome. That's so rad. But, like, what? I love it. <laughs> Come through, Tom Cruise. I'll let you land up wherever. Come through. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Segment on Wednesdays, and in case you're coming back to school, you know, after a long summer, let us remind you of this little segment we do called Kid Jokes. And, like, you're an active participant in this. Even if you're just heading to school right now, kid or adult. You've got, like, two separate rules. What Kid Jokes is, is well, you want to explain the premise behind it, Jess? Yeah, Kid Jokes uh, is when kids from all over Maryland can call in, and basically it's your chance to be a radio star and tell your favorite joke, and the reason why we do this is because kids are funny, funnier than us, yeah. honestly, and it's just a fun way to start your morning. Well, I also challenge any adult listening to, like, try to solve these, because what we've... Re- and I used to give you Jess can't. a hard time, because yeah, I was can't. like... you can't. I was like, why can't you get these? These are kids. Yeah. Like, they're, they're single digit number age. But How it pe- doesn't matter because they're smarter than us. Don't let them punk you like this. But then I try to do it myself and I'm like, wow, this is really super hard. Yeah. So try to take on some of the best kid jokes right now. If you are a kid, call our kid joke hotline. You're getting back to school. It's time to be on the radio. That number, 855-KID-JOKE. 855-KID-JOKE. If you got a really funny joke you want to share with, uh, with Marilyn, let us know. All right, here we go. Hi, my name is Harper. I am from Annapolis, Maryland. I'm nine years old, and this is my joke. How can you defend yourself underwater? What? How can you defend yourself underwater? underwater. You know. Fish, water. You can, like, maybe you're a shark. Shark? Uh... I like it. Sharks too. Shark tank. Shark tank. Show me a shark tank. I don't know. Yes. Carry a swordfish. Wow. Carry a swordfish. Yeah. That would make much more sense than have a shark fantastic. tank. Good That's one. fantastic. Eight five five kid joke. Eight five five kid joke. I'm Shinja. I'm nine years old. I'm from Baltimore. And why did the toilet paper cross the road? Why the toilet paper cross the road? To roll to the other side. Okay. Show me Rook's toilet paper they roll. roll. Paper rolls, what else do they do? They right? do roll. Show me show me roll. I, roll to the other side. I like it. You know what I mean? To get to the crack. To get to the crack. <laughs> <laughs> to get to the crack because um, roads have cracks and 
That was awesome. Make a lot of sense. Okay. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. 855-KID-JOKE. 855-KID-JOKE if you want to get in on this. Hi, my name is Harper. I'm eight years old. And I'm from Ballard. And my joke is, why are skeletons always so calm? Why are skeletons always so calm? Because they don't have a brain. They don't have a brain. They don't have a brain. Okay. There's no brain. There's no... There's no feelings. No feelings. No brain. Show no me, brain. Show me they have no brain. Because nothing gets under their skin. Oh. Yes. That's so much better. How could it? <laughs> they have no skin because they're skeletons. That makes sense. Ah, this is a hard round. 855-KID-JOKE. 855-KID-JOKE. Hi, my name is Brennan. I live in Annapolis, Maryland, and I'm 10 years old, and this is my joke. What happened to the cat that ate the yarn? What happened to the cat that ate the yarn? The only thing that I'm, I'm just thinking like cat fight okay. or hairball, yarn oh. ball. Oh, no. There you go. You got Is it. it a yarn ball? Show me, show me yarn ball. It had mittens. <gasps> Instead had, of kittens, it had, it had mittens. mittens. And that would actually make a lot of logical sense. sense there. Dang those, it, Those man. are awesome. Amazing this week. Those are really good. You got a funny kid in the car? 855-KID-JOKE. If you had to sum up summer 2021 into one word, how would you describe it? If you had to sum up summer into 2021 into one word, how would you describe your summer? The reason I'm asking this question is there's a survey out this morning, and 80% of people in Maryland chose one word to describe the summer. And I'm honestly surprised by it. I would say pre, um, maybe summer 2020 may have been this way, mm-hmm. but they're saying there's one word that most people are summing up into summer 2021. And now the kids are getting back into school. We're kind of, you know, it's August, you know, we got a, about a month left of this thing. Yeah. Um, what word would you choose? I want to see if, if you, if your summer kind of matches what most people in Maryland are saying. So will you start texting us now? 410 583 1065. If you had to sum up your summer 2021 into one word, what would it be and why? I think more importantly of why. Now, don't just text us a word, but why you chose that word as well, right? Uh, Jess, if you had to choose one word for summer 2021, what's it going to be? My word would be blessed. Okay. I feel incredibly blessed. I've, I had a wonderful summer and I am just so thankful. Like when we went on vacation and spending time with our family and our friends, I had so much fun seeing everybody. I went to my first concert in Maryland. Mm -hmm. I went to Disney world for the first time. I've done so many firsts that I've never done before in my life. And I feel incredibly blessed. Blessed is good. Not the number one answer on the list though. What people would say about the summer. Mm -hmm. Mine would be Explorative. Okay. Explorative? Explorative, right? Is that a word? I don't know, but I get, what you, I get what you mean. Yeah, because it was like the first time, honestly, since I've been here, because we got here and like life was super crazy. We've been here for almost a year now, by the way. It'd be a year as of Saturday that I actually got to Maryland. And life was so crazy and like the world was so shut down mm-hmm. that like I just kind of bunkered down. Yeah. You know, like I wasn't going anywhere. I was kind of fearful of COVID. And then it got cold, and I was like, I ain't going outside. It was so quiet when we first got here. So quiet. Yeah. Like, eerily quiet. Yeah. So, really, this summer, I finally, like, did it. I got, like, went out and explored things, you mm-hmm. know? Went to D.C. for the first time. Explored all around, like, the Inner Harbor. Yeah. Got to different parts. It's, like, for the very first time. So I would say exploratative, if that's a word. And if it's wrong. Just say explore. I, explore. Yeah. Attative. Whatever. Explorative. It doesn't matter. 
Mix 1065, it's Kramer and Jess. We just want to know if you had to sum up your summer into one word, what word would you choose and why? Because there's a new survey out here in Maryland. 80% of people would choose this one word. And it's not positive, by the way. And I'm surprised. I thought this would be the summer everyone's like, cool, you know, like right. we finally get back out of the house. It's not the most chosen or the most chosen word is not a positive one. And we'll get to it in a couple seconds. Before I gave it to you, though, I was like, hey, text us what word you would choose. Mm-hmm. And let's see how, if, if anybody actually does pick the number one word that was associated with summer 2021. Mm-hmm. 410-583-1065. So looking at the text line, we got boring, laziness. Wait, are they? So there's no explanation? They just No, I just have one word. Oh, text boring, is an explanation. Laziness. I want to know why you chose the word you chose too. Like, so tell us the one word, but then why did you choose the word that you chose, right? Uh-huh. All right, sorry. Work. Shannon in Sykesville says normal because it was back to how I always spent summers. Okay. Uh, sporty. We got another one. Hot. I am eight months pregnant and my first child I was pregnant in the winter and the heat of the summer has been miserable. I'm so sorry, queen. It's different, right? Yes. We've got another boring, blast, stressful. Uh, what else? Memorable. Okay, I like it. Bittersweet. It's almost like they're on two different sides of the spectrum. Some of y'all are like, it's worse, it just it was awful, and then some of y'all are like, it's, you know, awesome, good memories, et cetera, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. The number one word that people in Maryland choose to describe summer 2021 was sucked. No. Isn't that crazy? That makes me sad. That really, that really actually blows my mind. Because, okay, summer 2020 sucked. Uh, to me, that was whack. That was like, I want a refund on this. Mm-hmm. We wasted how many good months of like good weather and everything mm-hmm. for this yeah. to just sit inside our houses? I would say summer 2020 sucked. Summer 2021, though. So the survey goes on, though. Ask a few more stats. 27% of people in Maryland, just almost a quarter of people, said they'd rather have a root canal what? than relive this past summer. No way. That's a lie. What? Uh-uh. Like, what was so bad about it? Like, I know there were still restrictions. I get it. But it was the least restriction-y summer we've had in two years. It was better than the last <laughs> you know, one. Like, I'll take it over 2020 for sure. 37% of people say they'd rather move in with their parents than relive summer 2021. That's not so bad. Like, what are we missing over here? <laughs> 9% of people, Jess, in Maryland say they would rather feel seasick for three straight months then relive summer 2021. Absolutely not. I don't get it. Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. All right, here we go. Number three. If you received the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, do you need a booster? Here is an update for you. A report released by the company this morning said they now have data showing that booster doses of Johnson & Johnson's one-shot COVID vaccine generated a big spike in antibodies. So people who received a booster six to eight months after their initial J&J shot saw antibodies increase ninefold higher than 28 days after the first shot. And the data comes from two different phase two studies conducted in the U.S. and Europe. And the company said some of the 2,000 or so people in the studies got booster doses six months after their first dose. So right now, they are in talks with public health officials discussing a potential strategy boosting eight months or longer after the primary single dose of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Well, it's kind of... And I'm sure Moderna's going to be the same thing. There's going to be a booster as well. You know, I think it's kind of been the... 
the rollout now as we go. So there's Johnson Johnson. Now Pfizer's got one, and I'm sure Moderna soon. Number two. Maya Rudolph and Andy Samberg will be hosting a new holiday baking competition show on Peacock. It's called Baking It, and it's a spinoff of Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman's show Making It. Eight teams of two home bakers will compete in themed challenges over six episodes, and the teams will be judged by a panel of four very opinionated real-life grandmothers. And Maya and Andy, of course, will lead the festivities and add their comedic commentary. We don't have a release date um, on when the show will be announced yet. Do you have Peacock? Yes. I will watch this. Do you like Peacock? I mean... Would you recommend that? Because, again, we can't have every streaming service. I mean, some people can. uh Who is the woman that traveled all summer? I'm sure she can afford all the streaming services. Christy? Chill, chill, Uh, chill. But, like, would would you say that Peacock is one of those that you would put top three... Because I'm not paying for more than three streaming services. No, I, I think it depends on what you like. Like, I'm an SNL fan. I'm a Maya Rudolph fan. I love Andy Samberg. So, to me, I want to see them because that's hilarious yeah. to me. You know? So, yeah. I think it just depends what you like to watch. Would you, would like, would you say it's top three if you only have three streaming services? What would you choose? Netflix. Okay. Hulu. Mm-hmm. And does D- YouTube count? No. Okay. You're not paying for it. I guess Peacock. What else would I have? HBO Max. Don't be sleeping on HBO Max. Oh, I know. So fire? I guess. Which one, though? You had to choose the last one. But I got fire stick, so it's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got, you know, you know you know what to do to get everything out. Oh, wait. You don't pay for it? What? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We know, yeah, we do. Garage does. Garage handles that. <laughs> Why do you just, you just, you just stumbled all over your words there? I don't know. I, we just, yeah, yeah. Garage, garage, garage. Do what you have to do, all right? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Number one. Caught up. <laughs> ben Affleck is not letting Jennifer Lopez get away this time. And now that they've reunited, marriage is definitely being discussed. But what everybody is talking about, was Ben buying an engagement ring? The answer is no. That was not Ben's mission when he was recently spotted at Tiffany's. This is what happened. So he was with his mom and his son when he appeared to be looking at engagement rings. However, what we found out was that he was actually participating in a scavenger hunt. So he was with his family and they went all around the mall into various stores crossing off items that they found. And one of the stops was Tiffany's and they had to find something in the store. So he walked in with his son and his mom, quickly found what they needed to and then walked out. You believe that or is this a cover? Cause who does scavenger hunts in the mall? That's a weird thing. I mean, I I hope both of them are not true, to be honest with you. You like, think it's too soon? It's way too soon. You kidding me? Yeah, it is. And, like, people can argue, but like... whatever. Because you actually see that with a lot of, like, divorce couples, you know, people that have married before, just even later in life. It's like, you know what you want, you know who you want, like... So does that make sense, then? I mean, I wouldn't rule it out. So it does make sense, then. It makes... I, I think it makes more sense for him to be buying an engagement ring than it does for him to be on a scavenger hunt. Yes. You know? Like, who's on a scavenger hunt? Yeah. When's the last time you went on a scavenger hunt? I don't know. I've never... Exactly. I've never been asked to do one. <laughs> I would. That why sounds you, fun. Why do you feel left out right now? I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? Maybe if I had one to do, okay. then I'd go for it. This is a weird conversation now. This is just and that was your top three. <laughs> Let's just bail on it. Bye. <laughs> what is the bug-killing protocol in your household because Garage Boy and I are not on the same page. Jess has been upset about this all morning. What's what's the issue? I feel betrayed by my boyfriend Garage Boy. <laughs> I feel like I need dramatic music for this. Genuinely, I, I feel betrayed by him. What happened? So, last Friday, 
he woke up and he gets up before me. So he wakes up around 345 in mm-hmm. the morning mm-hmm. and he saw a massive, huge bug. It wasn't a cockroach, but very similar. I didn't even know what this thing was, but it was massive. Okay. okay. So apparently he saw it in the morning. He sees it in the hallway and instead of killing it right away, he chose to put it on hold <laughs> and go to the bathroom. And so when he walked out, it was gone. Okay. Now, I later find this out later on in the evening around 12 o'clock in the morning because I go into our room and I freak out and I'm like, oh my God, there's a bug. He runs in there and he's like, oh, I saw that this morning. And I go, excuse me? And he's like, yeah, I saw it this morning. And I was like, so you saw this monster in our household. You didn't kill it. You also didn't warn me. Left me at home with this thing. Yeah. No text. No like, hey, by the way, there's this thing in the house. Just be prepared just in case, you know, when you wake up in the morning. No heads up. No heads up. And I'm like, so what did you do? And why wouldn't you just kill it? And why would you just go to the bathroom and think that it was going to be there when you got back out of the bathroom? Jess literally had a sit down conversation with the garage boy. She taped it. Listen to this. Friday morning. 345, you see this huge, massive bug on the floor. And instead of killing it immediately, you go to the bathroom, right? What am I going to kill it with? I'm just... I you didn't have anything to kill it with at the time. No, I know. But instead of your first move going to grab something to kill it, you instead go to the bathroom and leave it where it was, correct? Yeah, I didn't want to deal with it right there. I just woke up. And then you come out of the bathroom and then the massive bug is gone. And then you get ready for work. And then you leave me here in the house with the massive bug. And I have no idea. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes or no? I wish you guys could see her face. Yes or no? Confirm. (laughs) Si, senor. Okay. And then later on that evening, I see the bug in the room on the floor. And there it is. And then instead of seriously trying to kill it, you get a broom, barely hit it, and then it gets away and runs under the bed. And then we spend, like, how long? Like, 45 minutes trying to find this thing at, like, 12 o'clock in the morning? I stepped on it with a dustpan, and it didn't die. Barely. I stepped on it. You put all my weight on it, and I moved my foot around, and it didn't die. And it ran underneath the bed, and then we vacuumed it up. Well, what... What is, in your mind, Jess, what do you think your bug-killing protocol should be in your relationship? The first person who sees it has to kill it. Because if the roles were were reversed, I would have immediately tried to kill the bug. Okay. There's not a... there. The first thing in my mind wouldn't be like, can you wait here for a second? I'm going to be back in five minutes. I'm going to go pee. And then when I come back, I'm going to kill you. I would never think to do that. I would just kill it right away. And I also wouldn't just leave the house without giving my man a warning. Like, yo, when you wake up, you're going to see this crazy thing. And I wasn't able to catch it. And I have to go to work. But I just want you to know, I tried my best. And you just need to know what you're going to wake up to. I don't think that most women would agree to that, to that bug killing policy. Every woman that I've ever dated or been married to, my ex-wife, has always made it the man's responsibility to kill the bugs. It's not first come, first serve. It's always 100% of the time the man's responsibility to kill the bug. Like, for example, you could have seen the bug, and then, like, it's still my responsibility to 
come out and kill it. I don't know why. Even if you're sleeping? Even if I'm sleeping. It's still my responsibility to kill it. Like, I've never known a, a couple to be like yours where it's like every man for himself. For some reason, it's always the guy's responsibility. And I don't understand why that is. I feel like it sets the women's movement back even further. And listen, I'm, I'm a feminist. I support women 100%. But like, damn. I don't think most women like see it as like a, a shared responsibility. I would not leave the house and be like, tag, you're it. Bye. <laughs> I would never do that. That's not cool. What is what is the, the bug killing protocol in your relationship? I can almost guarantee you uh-huh, 85% of the phone calls we'll get right now will say it's the man's responsibility. And I don't know. Maybe you can explain to me why that is. Like, why is it the man's responsibility? You know, like why in your relationship, you always rely on your on your your male counterpart to kill the bugs or maybe maybe you're more like maybe i'll be wrong maybe maybe the times have changed jess i haven't been in a relationship in quite some time been a couple of years now maybe now it is 50 50 first maybe, come first serve maybe you think it is like jess and whoever sees the bug first is responsible for killing the bug 410-583-1065 hey stephanie from Nottingham. good morning good morning what what is what is the bug killing protocol in, in your relationship well, my husband and I have been together since 1990. Long time. Mm-hmm. And a long time. Mm-hmm. And he used to always call me for the bug. <laughs> so you were um, the bug person. He would call yes. you up. Yeah. I guess because, you know, my major, I was a science major in college, so it didn't freak me out. So by default, but, you were the stronger of the two when it came to the bug. Mm. Right. Okay. And he's from the country. So I'm like, dude, you grew up with bugs, you know. <laughs> These were your from friends. The right. Yeah. So now he he'll kill it. He won't call me. I'll just come and help, you know, with the cleanup or whatever. Okay. So it's but it's prog- he's just, still creeped out. He's well, still creeped out about him. Okay. But what we see here is that men can evolve. Progress. Which is uh, I think a very promising sign to see. Gross. I guess he realized that after all these years he's always called me and now it's time for him to step in. Step in. Okay. Thirty step years step he, he, he didn't kill up. kill one bug for thirty years. Now it's time. Right. Now it's time. Right. Okay, it's interesting. Thank you so much for calling us. Thank you. 410-583-1065. Mike in Columbia, good morning. Good morning. Let's get a male's perspective. In your relationship, what's what's the bug killing protocol? Uh, personally, I feel like it's first seed kill. Okay. okay. Uh, but in my relationship, I'm two guys. So. Okay. Oh, yes. So then, so what do you do in that situation, right? Like, who? So who is the one that is responsible for the bug killing? That would be me because my significant other does not like to kill anything. Okay. Was that a conversation you had to have? Yeah. Or was how was that the, were decision those roles made? Just decide because Jess, you know, feels like like you know they never had this conversation. But Jess thinks that it's kind of a given that if you see whoever sees the bug first should be the one that gets it. But you know, in your in your relationship, it's not that way. No, no, no. I completely agree with Jess. You see it, you kill it. Yes. Right? My boyfriend, he is like I would say petrified of bugs. Yeah. So, uh, it's kind of a like a, you know, you gotta kill it because uh, it doesn't matter if I see it first or not. Was it was that ever discussed, or you just you just realized over time that was just gonna be your role? Just over time was being my role. Okay, probably by reaction. Are, are <laughs> you okay with it? Are you okay with being um, the bug killing person? Uh, it depends on how big the bug yeah. is. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> or what it looks like, or right. you know, everything like that. But like. I feel like if he sees it first, he should kill it because you never know that it's just going to go bye-bye right. exactly. yep. in the house somewhere. It's interesting. Uh, but no, he'll let it sit there for hours, and then he'll be like, oh, there was a bug downstairs after I got off work. And I'm like, uh-huh. oh, okay, so it's not there anymore. Okay. 
Okay, this is this is good to know. Thank you so much for calling us. Sade in Baltimore, good morning. Hi, how are you guys? We're good. <laughs> hey, in your relationship, Sade, what, uh, what's the bug-killing protocol? Okay, so I have done this on numerous occasions. So I won't necessarily, let's say I see a bug there and my significant other is not home. Mm-hmm. I won't kill it. But I will cover it until he gets home. <laughs> hang on, so hang on. I'll take the nearest object, yes, and cover it up. Okay, all right. What? That, that, that bug can wait until. Well, what are you using at this point? Yeah, like a paper so towel. It could be any, like it could be anything, whatever is close to me that I could use to like cover this bug up. So, like I've used. I've used like a shoe box. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I could use an actual shoe. Like literally whatever is close to me that I can take and cover this bug up with. You like, don't care. I do not care. Whatever's around that's gonna I'm not killing the bug. Okay. Contain the beast until until he gets home. But 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 in your relationship it is pretty much was it ever a spoken rule or you just realized quickly that he was gonna be the one that, that killed the bugs? We both kind of pick, he picked up on it before I did. I am terrified of bugs mm-hmm. anyway. Like yeah. I remember during the cicada time, like a cicada got oh, in the yeah. house, and oh girl, one of the like the closest thing I could find was like you know like the aluminum pans yes. like, that you get from like the dollar store, something yeah. like that. I do. I happened to find one of those, and I wasted a whole like huge pan just covering up this one cicada. Yeah, <laughs> whatever it takes, but, whatever it yeah, takes, right? But, Do you do you that you let him know like when it happens? Do you text him or call him and say, "Hey, FYI, cicada yes, ca- yes, capture." Okay, so yes, he knows. There he is knows. A cicada underneath of the aluminum pan <laughs> by the balcony. So just it's a when warning. You get <laughs> yes, that is so funny. Yes. Thank you so Thank much you for calling us. So much. Have a great, great morning. You, you too. too. It's time for a little Old Bay taste test segment that we've been doing the last couple of months. We call it to Bay or not to Bay. Is the Maryland question? Yeah, it's delicious, right? It is. Old Bay is fire. It really is. I mean, it's super good. Uh, we we had no idea what it was until about a year ago. We never heard about Old Bay ever until we moved to Maryland. Yeah, but y'all were like, "Yeah, try Old Bay," and because like it was like a it was a thing. I was like, "Have you tried Old Bay yet?" And we were like, "No, no." And then finally tried. Like this is fire. Yes. Seventeen spices. I'm into it. Right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But the one thing you keep saying is, like, you can put Old Bay on anything and it's good, right? right? So we decided this summer to take that idea and really expand on it. And can you put Old Bay on anything and it be good? Yeah? So last few weeks, we've been trying things like fruits. We like fruits, strawberries, uh, bananas. We've done pickles, you liked, which you was liked cool. all of those things so far. All the fruits with Old Bay on, on them were really, really yummy. Yeah. Um, coffee, not so much. No. Questionable. We did Dunkin' Coffee with uh It was a little rough on Old the Bay. tummy, my wasn't, friends. Wasn't great. Wasn't great. We did s'mores. That was cool. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and that one you, you did enjoy, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So today, in honor of the Maryland State Fair opening tomorrow, we thought we can we obey like fair food. Jess, what are we what are we gonna do? Today we are going to try Old Bay on cotton candy. <laughs> and this cotton candy is actually unicorn cotton candy. Okay. A special type of breed here. It's a mix of grape, apple, cherry, and blue raspberry. It is a fair favorite, mm-hmm. you know? So Jess is gonna take cotton candy now and put some old bay on it and let you know, like, can you can you 
Old Bay cotton candy. Now the question I have because you like yes you like the um all the, all the fruits. fruits and like this is kind of sweet. It's and a different kind of fruit. Oh, you guys have to watch this video too. We'll post it on our Instagram at Kramer and Jess and Facebook Kramer and Jess makes one of six five mornings because the cotton candy is full on rainbow. It's yeah. so much fun. All right, sprinkle it up and we're gonna see. Can you uh, put Old Bay on cotton candy and it be? <laughs> This looks weird. The cotton candy is pink, purple, blue, and green, and like putting the orange Old Bay on it is a little weird. We could have found something new though. This could be like this could be a Maryland State Fair new like oh thing to go into here. <gasps> this okay. cotton candy looks so fun. Try it and let us know. Old Bay and cotton candy is it? Okay, here we go. <laughs> it doesn't make a sound because it's obviously cotton candy. Mm. Um. Oh, that's kind of awesome. Really. That's kind of awesome. Tell me. Like the sweet and sugariness is balanced with the spicy. And I mean, it's, it's pure sugar. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I think I like does it. it. How does the, the, the palate weigh out? Is it more Old bay Is it spicier or is it sweeter? I, I swear it's like 50-50 right now. Okay. This is good. So, two bay cotton so when, candy. Yeah, when you go to the fair, please try... Old Bay on your cotton candy, and if you like it, let us know, because I think I'm going crazy, but I actually like it. There you go. All right. Add it to the list of to Bay. All right. What else should we do? Give us some crazy ideas. Nothing. Don't tell us crabs. I don't want to hear more popcorn recommendations. No macaroni and cheese. We've heard that a million times. Things you wouldn't typically put Old Bay on. We'll try it for you, and Jess will let you know, is it to Bay? or not to bay. Yes. You can text us 410-583-1065. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.